All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your He might get the ball off quick in some instances, um, but I think uh, the thing we can't forget about is, you know, he can run as well. His mobility is unbelievable, um, especially in the upper parts of the red zone. He does a great job of, and they do a great job of designing runs uh, that, you know, really, really get him going. And I can, I can think about that Chargers play. They ran the QB draw and he scored off of it and it completely changed the entire game. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. Welcome to the locker room. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. And uh, that was Cam Hayward talking about uh, Joe Burrow. Cam. Uh, yeah. and Cam. Uh, Yeah, yeah. We need Cam. Yeah. We need a lot of Cam. Yeah, and... Uh, uh, he was talking about uh, the way he runs, the way he extends plays, uh, the way he uh, runs draws, and, uh, you know, he's got 35 rushes for 130 yards and three TDs. You know, when you look at him, and, I, the, you know, the, all the, the verbiage that goes through my gourd when you watch him, Chalucci. Yeah. I mean, the first thing you think of is, oh, look at the athleticism. Right. Look at the arm, all that stuff. But, you know, the fluid... Decision making. That's one of the words I've heard from Mike Tomlin's mouth. Right. You know, says so much to me because you watch him. He is never at a loss of where to go with the ball, basically. I mean, I never is a long time, right. <laughs> as Blackie would say. But right. the point is, this guy really makes good decisions and he's very fluid in the process of going about making those decisions. And that's something that you just like, go, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he, 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 He's uh, a short, quick passing game, and he has a w- awareness of the rush. And uh, he his runs, pocket presence yeah, is, is outstanding. Pocket, yeah, he his pocket presence is outstanding. I look at that and I just go, you know what? Um, this kid is abnormally <sighs> prescient in feeling the rush. Right. I mean, because he's had a lot of challenges. Yeah. I mean, you think about the twenty-eight saccorations he's taken. This cat has got nine lives. Right, 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 right. And and so the offensive line uh, is, uh, you know, all uh, They're a mess. backups. Uh, you know, uh, you, uh, Hakeem Adonai, 
He's starter. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Okay, because I thought it was Hakeem Adeniji or something. Adeniji. I don't know. You, yeah. you, 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 you're, you were the immigrant. You, t- yeah, you yeah. tell me how to you know, So So he's playing the left tackle for Jonah Williams. And but Jonah may be back, Chalooch. Jonah might be back. He was partial. He was partial practice yesterday, and, and people were saying it's a good sign that he may be back. Right. But again, we don't know. There's yeah. so much we don't know with these guys. You know, because you look at this offensive line, they started five backups basically against Tennessee, and still what right. Tennessee? Yeah, yeah. Quinn Spain uh, is uh, the left guard, uh, and uh, did you see this guy Shaq Calhoun? He was off the practice squad. I had to go down. I'm looking for who is this number sixty three. He was playing. Uh, let's see against the Browns, you know. And I'm like going, who is this guy? And 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 then it was Shaq Calhoun, and then he's disappeared again. It's like they got one. They go in for one yeah. series or one quarter or one half or one game, and then they disappear. Yeah, Billy Price was uh, starting at center. For Trey Hopkins. Right. Yeah. Now, Trey Hopkins had a concussion last week. Yeah. And he didn't play against Tennessee, or did he? I can't remember. He, he no, was either, he didn't. He, he didn't. didn't. Okay, so, he's had a, so he may be up this week. Depends on how his gourd is. Yeah, and Alex Redman is the only right uh, guard that is starting. He's the starter. And uh, Fred Johnson, your camp phenom. That's right. Is starting a right tackle. And, you know, he's did good Did you see space. him kick stuff? He was kick-stepping in Chalucha. I was looking at him. I thought, he looks like he's trying to start an old Harley. Yeah. <laughs> wham, wham, wham. Oh, heavens. Okay, so continue on. I'm sorry. I'm so, getting a little too excited here. So Fred Johnson is good in space. Uh, you know, he knocks guys down. He does. Well, he's 6'6", 325. Right, right, right. You know, if you can't knock people down when you're 6'6", 325, right. you're used to knock people down at 6'2", 265. Yeah. All right? So the fact is, and, and, and big guys, not yeah. just, you know, yeah. little guys, but the fact is, um, when I watch him, let me ask you this. Did he appear soft to you? Um, I'm watching, he, he doesn't put the body on you like he could. Right. They're very much this hand fighting, and some of it looked like that, you know. Did you ever <laughs> No. Anyhow, continue on. Um, Fred Johnson is good. There's no doubt he's got he's got capabilities. He's raw. Right. He's very raw. Right. He looks to me a little soft. Like right. he's playing with his hands more, and when he gets he, – he doesn't really body up and use that massive body he's got to put the weight on somebody. Right. You know what I mean? Where you can get under and up, and I'm not talking about – forehead and the chin well they I'm just they, talking they, about using the body mass they they don't get uh, well do you see how he when he attacks a guy that's outside him for instance this is what i mean he leads with his hands and he starts pushing with his hands like a sumo right you know wrestler but he doesn't get his body on the guy that uh, as much as i would right. if i was the offensive line coach I'd go fred put that big six six frame 325 335 pounds headbutt him well headbutt him but even if you don't Belly womp him and use that mass, right. to, you know, it, to to drive that guy out. So that's it was the whole offensive line looked to me at times they're they're, they're kind of soft, and I think it has to do number one is I don't think they know what they're all doing. At, yeah, Bobby Hart is uh, he's he, down. He's down. Yeah, he's what, got what, a knee. He's got a knee. Yeah, all right. He's got a knee. But I think uh, Alex Redmond's back. Uh, Billy Price is. Uh, uh, Trey, uh, Trey Hopkins is 
going to be there. Uh, the left guard, I think, is going to be Michael Jordan. If it's not Michael right. Jordan, it's going to be Billy Price. Uh, Billy Price could be, yes. Or or the, uh, Quinn Spain. Yeah, I'll quit in Spain. <laughs> the rain in Spain falls lightly on the plane. He's not bad, though. The, yeah. He's at least physical. Yeah, the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plane. Oh, mainly. Okay. Light, not lightly, but mainly. Yeah. Doggone it. I thought I had it nailed. Yeah. Okay, so you look at this offensive line. What pops out at you about this? Um, you know they they come they, they uh, drive off the ball, uh, but they they're not they're not physical. Yeah, but but they uh, they got too good technique. Yeah, um, they, they're overly technique. Right. I, I don't know how you put that. Yeah. You know, where they're like trying to lead with their hands and then push and right. bench press guys. And I'm like going, at, now at times you'll see them double team and they'll move some guys. Right. But at, at different various times, it looks like they they just play, I don't want to say patty cake. Right. You know, but they'll they'll do the, the sumo punch thing. And it's, it just, it, 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 it doesn't blow people up. That's for sure. Right. Now, the other thing I that, that jumped out at me, Chaluch, just see what you think about this, is they're basically, um, they're not, whoever's directing traffic isn't doing a good job. Whoever's communicating is not doing a good job because there's far too much guys running free and confusion over who's picking right. the boom. Right. Would you, would you say that? I'm, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, 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 you know, um, uh, Billy Price is playing center, right? And he's making the calls, but uh, he's not making the calls very well. There's something happening there. There's, yeah. they're not communicating to everybody, and you'll see back step up to pick up the wrong guy. You'll see offensive line turning guys loose, right? You know, and and that's where I think. And here's the thing that I was thinking about. One of the temptations that that you hope Keith, Keith Butler doesn't fall into, and I don't even know where it, it, it all balances out, but the, the the desire to overthink things right. when a lot of these – a lot of our guys can whoop their guys one-on-one. Right. So too much of the twist, too much of the three-man games. I was thinking about it going, man, if you just ran this and this and that. And then you start to think, I could outthink myself on this. Right. You know, where you start giving up big plays because you think, well, I got to be a little too more sophisticated. But there's a lot of one on one matchups that you can win. Right, right, right. And there's a lot of twists you can win. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. There, there is. Yeah. That's why it's so tempting. You look at them, they run a twist, and you got two guys going with the, 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 the penetrator, and nobody picks up the trailer. Right. Or you got a three man game with uh, one of the linebackers. Uh, in on it, and and he he just runs in. Nobody nobody's picking him up. Yeah, yeah, and and um, uh, I I hope uh, Vince Williams plays exactly. He, so he will be he'll be he, devastating. He's, I think uh, he's be, uh, he's devastating. Absolutely, he's no question. He and uh, you know he uh, was he can be dominant. You know what? That's exactly the word that comes to mind with right. Vince. He can be dominant this, right. this this weekend. He has been dominant right. at times out there, and I think he can be even more so in being part and parcel of that defense. Um, I don't know. I, I certainly hope we're going to find out because I got to interview him today, this afternoon. Right. So uh, you know, we'll get a little glimpse on uh, what's going on with him. Yeah. So the uh, the COVID thing. He's got a test negative two times right. in a row. 
Test negative two times in a row? Yeah. that's So I don't know what where they're at with it, but if it's like today and tomorrow or something like that. Right. Um, so he'll be ready for walkthrough tomorrow, I would think. And um, same thing for Ben. Yeah. I would think the same thing for Jalen, for uh, Gerald Hawkins. But one of the things they said was, if Ben's ready to go tomorrow, maybe more of a practice than a walkthrough. Right, right, you know, right. Which, of course, you know, you know, we've actually been in pads and gone full out the day before a game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, How did that work out? Yeah, <laughs> didn't work out too well, did it? We we were burned out. Well, Chuck <laughs> Chuck made us go. Oh, absolutely. Again, and by the way, we are going to have in the locker room besides uh, our Friday regular guest uh, Bruce Gradkowski, the Big G. Um, we're going to have Steeler legend John Kolb, who's fresh off a trip climbing Mount Kilimanjaro, and he he had the uh, uh, he He's had the Steeler. terrible towel, absolutely. and he had his four Super Bowl rings, absolutely, as he crested yeah. Mount Kilimanjaro, yeah, and that was awesome. And of course, he is the Steeler salute to service uh, nominee, and uh, we will talk to him about that. Yeah. So um, that's coming up at 11.40. Yeah. All right, so make sure you stay tuned 10, in for that. 10.40 or 11? 11.40. Oh, 11.40. Yeah, because he's just – he is all over the place. He's just coming in from – he's back, of course, yeah. from Africa, but he's – Well, you know, we walked together yesterday Oh, morning. yeah. Well, then yeah. you should know. Yeah. Hey, did he t- not tell you that he was uh, going off somewhere else? Oh, he forgot. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. We're all forgetting stuff, such yeah. as the life of the this the flat nose, such as the flat nose society. You right. know what I mean? That's the way it is. So, getting back to this offense and looking at this offensive line, Chaluch, uh, what's the? Give me the two biggest things you can think about it. You know, uh, the two biggest things. Uh, you know. Billy Price uh, is the most athletic. Alex Redman is most ath- most athletic, but I, you know, I, I don't, I don't uh, see them as a, an effective offensive line. I do not. I right. think number one is that you can hit the penetration gaps. Yeah. All right, and then number two is I think you can twist and shout on them. Yeah. But twist and shout. Yeah. Do the chubby checker on them. You know, run the twists, sack the guy, then shout. Yeah. But the biggest thing about it is, is I look at that is is just the fact you can't be over tempted to make it too complicated. Yeah, because a lot of our guys can whoop their guys one right. on one. Yeah, and you know it's always better to keep it simple, stupid. Right? All right, uh, we're gonna take a break. Uh, we'll be back with more stuff. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in a locker room.
Uh, we know A.J. Green and his resume. He's been at it uh, for a long time, and we're familiar there. But they got a new component in T. Higgins uh, out of Clemson, who's 6'4 and change. Uh, he's making some quality plays for them as well um, on, on the outside. In the running back room uh, is Joe Bixon and Geo, uh, a collective that they've had for a number of years now. They've got a nice division of labor. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So, uh, Mike Tomlin was talking about T. Higgins. And, uh, you know, he is uh, a great receiver. He's got 38, 33 catches, 488 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, and... Uh, you know he he runs good routes. Uh, he's got good hands, uh, and uh, he he he's six four. Yeah, he's he, big. Yeah, he's a, he's six four two fifteen. You know that's a big young man out there, and that's um, you know he he uses his body well. Right. Um. You the first thing I look at it the, the all the since the receivers is like right. they're big. They're they're big. They're like skinny tight ends. Yeah, AG AJ Green six four two ten, uh, Tyler Boyd is six two two zero three, T Higgins is six four two fifteen, and Auden Tate is six five two thirty. That's big, right? You know, I was watching Auden Tate because they'll use him like to go in and get dig out the uh, nickelback or yeah. even to get after the linebackers, and. He ain't afraid. Yeah. You know, I won't say that he was always overly successful in, um, you know, smacking some of these guys, but uh, he ain't afraid to go in there and mix it up. Right, 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 right. He, he's uh, he's physical and he's tough, and uh, uh, he goes against the ball. Absolutely. You know. So looking at that, I I, I think the uh, and and Burroughs throws the ball so right, much. Right. I mean, he's had three three hundred yard games in a row. Uh, I I forgot what weeks it through, but I mean, just the fact that he's been able to put together and he had a 400 plus yard game the, uh, a few weeks ago. Right, the guy is just phenomenal in his ability to throw the ball. Um, you think about how he led LSU to the national championship and right. everything else, and he set all kinds of records there. And that this guy is like a throwing machine. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go to the phones. Uh, John in Florida. John, welcome to the locker room, brother. How you doing? Oh, good. How about uh, you guys? Doing fabulous, John. Doing great. Uh, I had a couple questions, and then I wanted to point out an error that was made the other day. Um, well, what, what, what was your uh, playing weight? My playing weight was I finished up about 285, somewhere in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I think I heard you say... Tunch couldn't make it above uh, two, two, 255 soaking wet? 265. Oh, he was he was terrible, man. I had to teach him how to eat. All right, the Wolfly yeah, rules of engagement for for eating are this, okay? And I say this to all the young men out there that, that want to be bigger and everything because there's only one way to get big, and that's to eat more. So if it's not nailed down, eat it. If, you, if, if it doesn't bite back at you, eat it. And if you can lay on your stomach at night when you go to sleep, you have not eaten enough, okay? Yeah. There you go. And uh, I think I heard you saying you know, uh, uh, Zach Banner is like 6'8", and, and he needs to have a lower uh, pad level. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. wondering if uh, you guys remembered uh, John Alt from the Chiefs? John Alt, yeah. John Alt, yeah. 
He was six eight and around three hundred. I wondered if if uh, he had a low pad level. Well, you know what? When we say low pad level, we say in in perspective to you know the other guy. If the other guy you're playing is six one. Your pad level ain't going to be as, as right, right, low right, as the right. 6'1 guy. Yeah. Okay? So you've got to keep that in mind. But it, when we're talking about a low pad level, we're referring to the fact that be a knee bender, not a waist bender. A knee right. bender is able to uh, react and move and be able to get, uh, you know, have the at least the under and up um, leverage in a sense of using it, your hammocks. If you're bending at the waist, you're not engaging the kinetic chain along your backside. So when we played. Uh, we were leg benders and knee benders, uh, yeah, yeah. Knee, uh, knee benders. Yeah. And so uh, we we uh, we played physical, we played physical on the and running under and up. guys. Yeah, yeah. And under and up. And uh, Chuck uh, kept dr- Chuck kept drilling us uh, uh, that in our heads over and over all yeah. the time. Okay, and uh, the error from the other day. Yes, I know. Uh, uh, well, Kunch always likes to give you a hard time about uh, di- discombobulating your words. Right, right. Well, the other day, Kunch did it. What did he say? Uh, he was talking about when uh, when uh, Kyle uh, went to Afghanistan. That yes. You, uh, yes. Didn't cut your hair and you grew your beard. Right, right. Yeah. Kunch said you took a Levite vow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Tunch, I'm going to give you a chance to correct yourself. It's not a Levite vow, it's a what? No. All right, I'm, 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 I'm bedazzled. All right, what is it? It's a Nazarite vow. Nazarite. Oh, Nazarite. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Nazarene. See, we got the ite right. We yeah. just didn't get the Naza versus the Levite. Yeah. You know, that's that's it. It was it was a simple mistake that any human could make. Yeah, Nazarene <laughs> vow. Yeah, the Nazarene vow. Yeah, thank, you're right. Thank thank you, uh, thank you, John. Hey, that's you pretty got the good. Last three letters right. The, the ITE is right. There we go. That's half of it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. John. That's the way to come into the locker room right. swinging, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah All right, I like that. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's that. That's all I got. That's all right. That was enough. That's good. That's great. Department Uh, of Corrections run by John. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, brother. Yep. Bye. All right. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, that's funny because, of course, you did baptize uh, my oldest boy, Kyle Jacob, before he left for Afghanistan, and he was in harm's way, served uh, his country in uh, uh, Patika province in Matakan. Um, or I might have that backwards, one or two, because yeah. they're big words. But the fact is, um, before he left, I remember when he called and he says, I get it now. And he, and then he said, I want, uh, I want to be baptized. And he said, uh, do you think uncle Tunch would baptize me? And yeah. Boom. Yeah. Uh, that, that, uh, that was, it was awesome. my honor. Well, you've baptized yeah. my two oldest yeah, kids. Yeah. yeah. All uh, right. Megan, too. Yes. All right. Uh, uh, let's go to the phones. Uh, Juan in uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Juan, welcome to the locker room. Hey, good morning, guys. How y'all doing? Doing fabulous, brother Juan. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Doing great. Before I get started, shout out to my crew, the Dirty Dozen crew. Plus? 
You, you don't even have like a dirty dozen plus one. It, now it's dirty dozen plus many. <laughs> I know. I got. Hey, I'm, I'm like you, Wolf. I can't keep up with the numbers. I should have gotten a lawsuit. You gotta, you gotta ask, we got to ask CNR how many members he got because he keep up with that stuff there. I know. Math was never my deal, man. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was listening to a, um, a whole show from earlier this week, too. And Pappy, if you're listening... I'm going to take you up when I'm off for my lunch or dinner. So when I come to North Carolina, I'll be waiting for it. <laughs> Very good. All right. What else you got, brother? All right. So I'm ready for this again for the, against the Bengals. I have a couple of stats for you guys. Ooh, I like it. Okay, you guys listening? I'm a listening. All right. Since 1950. The Pittsburgh Steelers are 62 and 32 against number one picks overall in NFL history. All right, say that again. All right. Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Steelers are 62 and 32 against number one overall picks since 1950. Oh, really? That's yeah. a that's a neat number. Yeah, yeah. 62 and 32 versus overall number one picks. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. And I like that too. And also, here's another one: Big Ben and his career against former Heisman Trophy winners are eight and or eight and zero. He's eight and zero. Beautiful against yeah, former against Heisman Trophy winners. Very good numbers, Juan. That's when he come in and bedazzle Chaluchin me on numbers yeah. arithmetic. Cause yeah, you know, you know, I flunked math twice. I right. mean, you just know. Yeah, anybody can bedazzle. I'm going to give you a stat, okay? Big Ben versus the Bengals lifetime. He's 25 and seven. So you take that and you take eight no against Heisman Trophy winners, and you take the 62 and 30. What was it? 38. 38 was what was it against uh, for overall number one um, picks? 62 and 62 and 32. Oh, 62 and 32. So uh, we're yeah. both wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not unusual. Yeah, that's right. And, and one more stat. Okay. Against against rookie quarterbacks in 2004, the Pittsburgh Steelers are 4-24. and 24. Well, that's the rookie record. They're 4-24 against the Pittsburgh Steelers with 27 touchdowns, 28 interceptions, and a passer rating of 72.4. So rookie quarterbacks against the Steelers are four and twenty four. Four and twenty four. Holy cow! I like that. Yeah, that's that's some I great like numbers, man. So in other words, I know. Juan's lead pipe lock is this weekend: Steelers want the Bengals because on account of you got all them stats that say yeah. that the Heisman Trophy goes down, the number one overall pick goes down, and the rookie quarterback that is Joe Burrow's goes down, and the fact that Ben. Has uh, so many lifetime wins against the Bengals. I throw that in just as That's, a little uh, piling on. I like it. Yeah. Juan says lead pipe lock. You got the Steelers over the Bengals. Good stuff. Oh, of course I have the Steelers. Of course I have us <laughs> against those against those Bengals. <laughs> well, wait a minute. You can't just be if you're going to be putting out lead pipe locks. It can't be that just you're a homer. You got to come in with homework. And you did come in with yeah. homework, and your homework says it should be a wampum right. on Joe Burrows this yeah. weekend. 
Yeah, yeah, I, th- um, I think they're going to bring it. I think Biden, Biden, TJ is going to have a good, a good day against that guy there. Right, 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 right. I right. would agree. I yes, would agree. That, that and uh, Cam and uh, Stefan Tuit are, are I think also they gonna, can. Yeah, they're yeah. going to chew some stuff and, up on and, the inside and there. Vinny Williams, if he plays, if he plays, yes, that's hope and pray yeah. that Vinny plays. Yes. So uh, I know you see a guy was going to practice yesterday. We have any news on Mike and Tyson? Well, you know, he practiced, uh, but he was limited. limited. Yeah. Yeah. And Mike Hilton has been downgraded. Yeah. After yesterday, unfortunately. So. All right. Okay. okay. Well, I guess as long as we can get those guys back later on, like, like hopefully we can get them back by the w- Ravens game on Thanksgiving. Exactly. I was hoping to have especially Mike Hilton back simply because. Right. I mean, we got to go to break, Juan. But you know, Mike Hilton, I think, could have been that uh, little secret sauce to give Joe Burrow some yeah, uncomfortable um, moments. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but uh, Terrell, uh, Terrell. Uh, Edmonds. Edmonds yep. might be that. He could be the guy. Yeah, that but guy. Mike Mike Hilton has the stealth mode. Everybody yeah. talks about it. Yeah, yeah. All right, we got to go on. All right, thank All you, right, brother. Thank you, guys. Thank you for some great, yeah, great stats coming in the locker room. Appreciate you. And let's go do break. Absolutely. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room. Locker Room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So, we're back. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room. And that was uh, Cam uh, Cam uh, talking about... Uh, Getting your the, fits. Yeah. 
getting your fits. Staying in your gap. You yeah. know, I think one of the hardest things to luch has got to be for a defensive yeah. lineman to stay in that gap. And sometimes I think about the the bugs, Isaiah Bugs. How yeah. hard you got a guy locked out, but you right. can't see around him. Right. You right, know, right, and you've right, got to right, be able right. to react to that gap and move and flow with it and maintain that body angle that holds up that gap. Yeah, and Cam Hayward could do that. Oh, he can. He, uh, Cam, oh, he's just great. Cam Hayward is an awesome, and Stefan Tuitt can do that. He does it also. And uh, uh, you know, uh, and uh, and did you hear what he talked about speaking? You know, I could shoot the gap he's talking about, right. you know, but I would put my the defense at risk. Right, and it's that temptation always not to try to make the play, but let the play come to you as you go about your responsibility. And Tyson Alualu can make that Absolutely. play. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think he is truly, as we talked about Mike Hilton being one of the secret sauces that could right. you know really cook things up this weekend, but he's been downgraded. Tyson Alualu can be an answer to a lot of the questions that have been hitting over secret the, sauce. Yes, I yeah, I like secret sauce. You know, even McDonald's got great secret sauce. Do they? Yeah, you know, you got that little the, the McRib, the stuff. McRib, oh, McRib. Yeah. <laughs> that you know, don't downplay the McDonald's McRib. That's you, that's serious. Do you, good. do you uh do you eat McDonald's? Of course. I haven't ate McDonald's in a long time. All right, buddy. You and I need to go on a I, mission. I had a I had a double cheeseburger and a large fries. Oh. <laughs> Did you have a Diet Coke with it? No. Okay. Then you're not as bad as me. Yeah. <laughs> so got to um, save them where you can. And so Gino Bernard, so Joe Mixon is hurt. Uh and right. and he's got 428 yards at 3.6 average. Uh, uh, Giovanni Bernard, uh, he's got 143 yards and two touchdowns, but 3.6 average. Right. And he's good and he's shifty and, uh, uh, you know, he runs good routes and, uh, he's got 24 catches, uh, and, uh, 140 yards. Um, and I, I, I like Giovanni Bernard. Yeah. I've always found him to be a scary guy. Right. You know what I mean? Just because if you miss a tackle on him, it's not going to be an extra three yards. It's going to be 10 to 15 to 25 yards. Yeah. I mean, he's that capable of being able to make guys miss. And and, and uh, Joe, uh, Joe Mixon is not there. Yeah, he's, he's had, I think, a physical. foot, in, foot yeah. injury or yeah. something. He's been out the last three games. He's not uh, – now he's – he is an excellent back, yeah. And the young man really he's a, had a he's a hard runner. Yeah, he's he's uh, one of those guys that came in the NFL with baggage, but he's uh, conducted himself professionally and been um, a guy who's been a difference maker for his team. But he is not going to be able to play, and so that puts uh, Giovanni Bernard in the crosshairs. I would think, right, of uh, the Steelers. So uh, the the sec- the backup, uh, Samaje Irine. Uh, he's from Oklahoma. Now, wait a minute. E. Ryan or P. Ryan or Perine? P. Ryan. P. Ryan. Okay. Samaji. Okay, because I have trouble reading some of those enunciation things. Samaji P. Ryan. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) That would be him. Yeah, yeah. And he's a short yardage specialist. We'll just let Billy call his name. Yeah. (laughs) Like Hope. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, let's not go there. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> continue on. He's five yeah. eleven, two forty. I mean, he's he's a bowling ball. Yeah, he's a bowling ball. Yeah, and he he runs hard. Yeah, uh, he, he's a thick one. Right, and he, he breaks a lot of tackles. Yes. Uh, you also got Travion Williams, who's another guy there. Yeah, he's a guy. Where's yeah. the number thirty two? Uh, I don't know. I don't even have any stats on them. So whatever they were, they were small enough that they were inconsequential. Right, right, right. Right, right. up until somehow this guy <laughs> comes in and, and steamrolls somebody, and then you go, I should have paid a little more attention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to the phone. Cr in Chicago. Cr, welcome to the locker room. Hey, what's going on, you two old folks? Cr sitting next to Chicago. How the heck you guys doing this morning, man? Getting We're older, getting older, uh, older and foggier. He's getting foggier. I'm just, oh. I'm just, I'm just there. <laughs> I, I was foggier. I was way foggier before Tunch was. <laughs> you guys, man, you guys are just too much, man. We love you guys. We really, really love. Well, yeah, we love all you guys. We uh, have a lot of fun here in the locker yeah. room. We do, man. We do. Hey, and it's, and it's not a it's not a local thing. It's a around the world national thing. goes goes all the way out to Guam. How about that? <laughs> we get Adam from Guam checking in, and I always got to oh, caution yeah, him: don't be one of the two to three people on average every year that takes a coconut in the coconut and dies. Yeah, be aware of falling coconuts. You got to always be you on the sick, alert. <laughs> you sick? C I C K sick? So. <laughs> We're going to start off with our inside the locker room, Dirty Dozen Plus. Uh, hey, Juan, just for the record, right now, man, we've got uh, a total of 72 people in 29 different locations. I know you guys are concerned about that. Uh, you know, we're picking up people every day, man. It's just a, it's just fun to, to do this here and keep up on top of it because it's, uh, you know, it just makes the, the day go by better. As far as uh, my, i got to get my promo in for those who are just listening at the station and don't really realize what's going on here. This is uh, the iHeartRadio app. And it's uh, Steeler Nation Radio on that app. And then people have talked into uh, in the locker room with Touch and Wolf. Uh, and then you got to call them at 412-919-1316, man. This, there you this go. Is so even better. All right. I hope um, iHeart is paying you, buddy. Hey, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, CR, what's your favorite pizza? Uh, the one that nobody has their hands on and closest to me. <laughs> <laughs> You sound like me, CR. Hey, there was a place up here in Gurney, Illinois, called uh, In-Laws. It's just, uh, they, 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 they resold it. But back in the day, say maybe 10 years ago, In-Laws was the place to be. And I went in there once. I'm going to tell you the best pizza I think I've ever had. It's a uh, 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 pineapple and... No, um, can't do pineapple. Oh, man, it, well, okay. Wait a minute. I can do anything, anything but sardines. Not sardines, but what's the other stuff? The other fishy anchovies. stuff. Anchovies. Anchovies. Anchovies just kill me. I, that's here's the, here's the deal. It's roast beef with pineapple. Ooh. And what the pineapple does? Oh man, I'm telling you, Wolf. Yeah, I, you just hit me with the roast beast. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, roast beef and pine. That's the best pizza I ever because it's it's not greasy and it's not you know you don't have stuff all over your face and it, all that kind of stuff. And the pineapple just brings out the, the taste of the, of the roast beef. But, brother, you know as well as I do, sometimes you just got to get muddy with is it. it you is know? it deep dish? Is it deep dish? Oh, yeah. You can, you can have it either way. You can have it either way. Deep dish or... Uh, oh, man. Or, uh, I love deep dish. And, uh, and as far as uh, um, uh, uh, people, uh, groups, 
Right now, um, I'm working at, uh, like I said, I got over 103 different groups, and I'm still collecting groups. And the count on that right now is uh, 639,625 people in those groups, man. So it's uh, you got a lot of people. You'd be surprised how many people out there listening to you guys uh, around the world, man. It's just totally awesome. Well, it's uh, it's humbling, and we appreciate it, and that's why the locker room is for everybody. Right. All right, so what do we got? Let's get down to business. Okay, well, getting down to business, uh, hey, back in 2015, the Bengals were 8-0, coming off a week nine by. They came to Heinz Field, they faced the Steelers, and they managed to keep the uh, undefeated season intact with a 16-10 to 10 victory. That was 1,800 days ago. Wow. And now, five years later, which is uh, this week, the Steelers are 8-0, and once again, the Bengals are coming into, into Steelers' uh, territory. Uh, ten times the Bengals have faced the Steelers since 2015, and ten times <laughs> they've come up short, man. So... Um, <laughs> Really, and this time um, Joe Burrows is going to be the um, the key focus on on the game. But check this out, man. Um, three of Burrows' last five losses this season have come against the AFC North uh, opponents, and he and his head coach are zero on road games in the division this year, man. What really? About that? Wow, I like that. That's a good stat to know. Beautiful. Yeah. So. so uh, as far as this game, uh, any 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 word on on uh, Ben as of just uh, yesterday? We're just waiting on it. He's got a test. Uh, he's got a test negative over the next uh, couple of days here. Uh, what is it? Uh, two times. Uh, so today and tomorrow, yeah. I think, or, or yesterday and today. I'm not sure which it is, but uh, they are holding. Uh, they're keeping the light on for him, as they say. Uh, well. Um, I, I think what I, what I was um, I think Mason has learned a lot since last year. Uh, he gets the opportunity uh, next man up. Uh, I feel comfortable, especially with, with our defense, uh, because uh, like I said, this guy, this quarterback, Burroughs, he's got to go against our defense. And like I said, he hasn't won against the division this year. So um, I think that the Steelers are going to do well. I don't give predictions on what the score is going to be. I just expect them to go nine and zero. Uh, what do you think? I expect that they win uh, this weekend too. Yeah, I expect there's that a lot they win. of a lot of factors here, so we we shall see. But do not underestimate Joe Burrow's ability. His uh, ability is terrific. We got Bruce Gradkowski yeah. coming up next, and, and he'll break it down for us. We're going to ask him about it. Sounds like a winner. Well, hey guys, appreciate you, love you. Uh, looking forward to the weekend, and uh, in the meantime, and then. COVID-19 between times. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Thank you very much, brother. We appreciate you. Take care. We appreciate you, buddy. All right, man. Love you. Love you. God bless you. All right, we got the big G coming up next. Glory days will proceed. Bruce Gradkowski. Glory days. And we're going to go uh, uh, Joe Burroughs. Well, we're going to find out all about Joe Burroughs. Only the big G can break it down right right. right here in the locker room. You're listening to Tunch and Wolf, and we'll be right back after this.
Locker Room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. All right, subscribe to Sirius XM's Best Package. All access and get your first six months for 50 bucks. Fees and taxes apply. See offers details at uh, SiriusXM.com slash scouting. Chalooch, it's yeah. our, one of our favorite times of the week. Oh, we got Bruce Gradkowski, and we're playing Glory Days uh, to uh, uh, celebrate his glory. Yes, his glory days, <laughs> our glory days. Uh, well, you know, it, offensive line didn't have that many glory yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. But hey, 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 Brucey, what do you think of Joe Burrows? Man, you guys got me all fired up playing the boss in the morning. Get me all hyped up. I might, I might have to get another workout in with you two. Hey, 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 hey Brucey, I was listening to you uh, last night, uh, yesterday, uh, on uh, uh, Sirius. Yeah, on Sirius. And uh, yeah, yeah. My, uh, my child. What, what, what was that song? The My Child or uh, My. Were you playing I, music? Playing what we, we always jam, you know. I always right. gotta, yeah. You, I'll tell you what. We need to play more Bruce Springsteen. Yes, because uh, that always gets me fired. Every Friday when I come on with you guys, I'm like, man, I forget about the boss. I yeah, right. play him during my workout. Yeah, right. but, the, this child of mine. That you know, you you yes. this child of mine, and you said, uh, uh, you went, uh, you, you said, uh, let's uh, play it louder. <laughs> yes. Turn that, turn that baby up. So yeah. anytime you play the boss for me, turn it up. But I, I'll tell you who's a boss, man, is that guy down in Cincy. He's tell TV, us about him. Joey Burrow. Um, look, you know, we know how Aaron Rodgers has been playing, right? He's our top PFF uh, passer. But I'll talk about the intermediate range, 10 to 19 yards. Aaron Rodgers is first. Guess who's second? Joe Burrow, 92.1 grade. Yeah. So the guy, I mean, he's playing well. I mean, he the, the thing I like about him more so than just uh, stats is um, is just his moxie, what he brings in that huddle, knowing he has a chance, they have a chance every time he steps in the huddle. You look at the Bengals, man, they're, they're really in every game. They're competitive. Um, of course, as any young quarterback, he still has some things he has to work on and improve and sharpen up. He tends to look at the rush at times too much, but uh, overall, man, he just uh, he's just an impressive young quarterback because what he's doing right now. Because I I put it like this: I mean, he's operating legit concepts in in a system. He's I mean, he's an empty formation. He's understand how he's protected. So what they're doing over there in Cincy is cool because he's gaining so much experience this year. I know they want to win more, but it's going to pay off in the long run. Let me ask you this, Bruce. When you say sometimes he looks at the rush too much, do you not think that that line gives him a reason to look at the rush a little too much? (laughs) Hey, you're right, brother. I mean, you know, when you get hit that much or when you take that many sacks, you have a tendency to to glance and make sure, oh my gosh, they're not, you know, they're, why is that D tackle creeping in already and stuff like that? But you know, there there is some plays. Don't put it all on the offensive line. You know, there's some plays that True. if Burrow anticipates and gets to his second progression faster, he might get it there. If he kind of, you you know what I mean? Like so, he's going through his progressions. But at times, I think when he's at the first receiver and then he feels pressure, he looks at that pressure instead of taking that time and just to get to number two and boom, get the ball out of your hand. Mm-hmm. Now you might take a hit. 
but you're getting the ball out of your hand. I mean, Burrow, for us at PFF, he has 28 sacks this year, so he's tied with Daniel Jones with the second most. Carson Wentz is first. So he's taking a lot of sacks, and it's not on, all on Burrow, but it's also not all on the offensive line. So the thing that has me intrigued about this week is the last time – or Burrow's worst game of the season was in week five against the Ravens, and the Ravens blitz a lot, right? And the Steelers have a high percentage – of blitzes. So I have this feeling if Pittsburgh can get after him, mix coverages up, mix blitzes up, they could confuse him, and this should be a good game for the Steelers. You know, one of the things that uh, I would be concerned if I was, was uh, uh, Joe Burrows. You know, I, I go back to the Baltimore game, and, I, and again, uh, you, when you leave Calais Campbell on uh, free run at your quarterback, you have a tackle and a and a tight end on a wall left. They pick up uh, Marlon Humphrey blitzing off the corner, and the left guard and center pick up the nose tackle and the backside <laughs> backer. And you leave six foot eight, three hundred pound Calais Campbell from a three uh, a five technique run free on Joe Burrows. I'm sitting there going, that's a line that needs to have a little better communication there. That's a problem. <laughs> well, absolutely. And- that's a good point because a lot of times when you see offensive lines, uh, you know, giving up pressure or sacks, you just think automatically, oh, they're not good. They need to upgrade. They need to get this guy in free agency. They need to get that guy. But I just remember when I was with the Steelers, the biggest thing Mike Tomlin did going into year two with the Steelers in 2014 when I was there is hired Mike Munchak. Mm-hmm. We didn't replace the offensive line. We replaced offensive line coach. And now the communication was better and clearer. Guys understood their job, understood the footwork, understood who they were blocking and protecting on each and every snap. And that's the biggest thing. You guys know how it is. Playing up front, there has to be communication all across the board. Whether you're going to the wrong person or not, as long as you're all on the same page, and then the quarterback can understand that. You know, know the uh, Brucey, they have a lot of – substitutes uh, and uh, second uh, teamers. Uh, you know, Alex Redman is the only first teamer there. Uh, Billy Price is starting for center. Michael Jordan uh, uh, is uh, is out, and uh, Quinn Spain is uh, uh, playing for him, and Fred Johnson is playing for Bobby Hart, and uh, uh, Hakeem uh, Adenetti G. Uh, is starting a left tackle. Although for Jonah, Jonah Williams Jonah may be back, we yeah. don't know yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so when you have that, you know, that many guys, you know, moving around and injuries and younger guys playing, it is. It's the communication. It's getting on the same page. Having the same group of five week in and week out helps. Uh, so I think the Steelers look. The Steelers don't have to like blitz per se as much. I mean, I would try to get five on five, right? So if you're bringing one extra guy, yeah, right, one on one matchups, and then you let, then you let TJ Watt do his thing, Cam Hayward do his thing. You know, the, those guys you know can wreak a lot of havoc without really bringing a lot of like defensive back blitzes. So I'm interested to see how they play. I'm also I'm, I am very interested and intrigued how Burrow plays because I was with Andy Doe in his first few years and no one ever young quarterbacks never really play well against the Steelers mm-hmm. so I kind of want to see because Burrow is different so I'm kind of anxious to see how he plays yeah absolutely now Bruce I got to ask you something uh, some quarterbacks apparently feel better with a, a bigger 
slot receiver. Some say they'd like a smaller, faster one. They can get up the field. What What do you think about, like, for instance, Tyler Boyd? He's 6'2", 203. That's a good-sized slot receiver. What was your preference? Well, you know, I kind of liked them both, but those bigger bodies are nice. Yeah, I was going to say, no, wait field. a minute. You can't go halfway and say, I like them both. You, you don't like <laughs> I learned from this morning. I was on NFL radio every Friday, 7 to 10 a.m. with Solomon Wilcox. We have a show, and he asked me the same thing. He's like, would you rather a receiver that gets great separation is wide open or a guy that's really good at contested catches? And I was like, well, I want them both. And he's like, you got to pick one. <laughs> you, you, know, you know us quarterbacks. We're, yeah. we're, uh, we're, we're spoiled. We, we want them all. We're high maintenance. But, right. but I'll tell you what, I think that big body down the middle middle helps. Look at, look at Juju Smith, right? right. I mean, how Ben can rely on him on third down. It's going to be tight coverage. It's going to be, you know, uh, tight windows. You could trust him one-on-one to go up and make a play on a linebacker down the middle of the field. So, you know, it does help to have that, that big body. But I'll tell you what, you actually do really need that quick twitch in there at times because you have to separate. You have to work against the linebacker. If a, if a corner comes in to play you man-to-man in the slot, you have to be quick enough to separate. So, it's tough, but I'll tell you what, it just depends on the situation. But I think I like how the Steelers do it now with Juju and the, you know, where he can move around, mm-hmm. he can play outside, he can play inside. I mean, that's the best of both worlds. Auden Tate is 6'5", 230, uh, buddy. And he, and he is uh, a pass catcher. And T. Higgins, 6'4", 216. And he's, uh, he's got a good, uh, good routes, good hands, and uh, nice catches uh, all over the field. Don't forget A.J. Green. He's yeah. in that class, too. Yeah, A.J. Clay. Well, well, and, and that's, what's, yeah, that's what's crazy is, you know, we tend to forget about A.J. Green. You yeah. know, Tyler Boyd, T. T. Higgins is playing well this year. Um, you know, so he does, Joe Burrow has weapons. You know, he has weapons. It's, it's, it's how he's responsible around. I think Zach Taylor does a good job with that offense. But you're right. You can't sleep on A.J. Green. I, I just remember, you know, trivia question. You guys probably know this one. I don't know. I'm going to put the pressure on you, but who threw A.J. Green his first touchdown pass? Andy Is that you? Da- Andy Dalton. You, you. Is that you, Bruce? <laughs> Touch, you're, trying to get, you're trying to play both sides. Touch is like Andy Dalton. No, you. <laughs> you know that touche. That was nicely played, Bruce. <laughs> did you? Did you throw? Did. did you throw him the first touchdown pass? I did. It was cool. Was week, week week one or week two. We're playing the Browns in Cleveland. Andy Dalton takes a hit on his arm, and he can't play the second half. So I play, and we had this hurry up play where it was called bonsai. So I just called bonsai in the huddle. The minute guys hear bonsai. Everyone sprints out of the huddle, gets lined up. I'm in the shotgun. The center looks to his left, looks to his right, and snaps it. I don't say one word, and I catch the ball, and I just lofted it to A.J. Green on a go route. We caught Cleveland uh, still in their huddle, sleeping. So I kind of cheated on it, but, hey, I'm going to own it. I threw A.J. Green his first touchdown pass. No, own it. I don't care if you cheat. You know what we used to say back in the day? If you ain't cheating, you ain't competing. (laughs) (laughs) I like that one. I like that. Yeah, one. you but just you take every advantage you can, brother. Yeah, oh, we, we're proud of you. <laughs> Absolutely, the, the first <laughs> touchdown pass to AJ Green. Excellent. No, uh, yeah, thanks, guys. We always used to say, honestly, in, in the huddle with, when Jay Gruden was our offensive coordinator over there in Cincy, 
he told Andy Dalton, he's like, if AJ has two defenders on him downfield, just throw it up. Because really? AJ has the yeah. AJ has the best hand-eye coordination, best ball skills I've been around. Uh, wow. So it's, it's pretty remarkable. I mean, the guy can juggle like four or five tennis balls at a time. Really? Man, that's yeah, pretty really. cool. Have you ever tried to juggle nugget. anything over two? <laughs> I, I, I said, three. Can you? Now, see, I okay. I get that. I, I go three, one, two, and then a third, and then everything falls apart. <laughs> all, you're, all you're juggling is Permani Brother sandwiches well, and Pizza Fury's pizza, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and the thing about it is, I'm good at it, brother. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, a little different. For that. What, do you, what do you see defensively speaking from these bungles? You know, I, I just think the Steelers can really, you know, going into this game, if I'm, you know, coaching the offense, I'm like, look, we got to focus on what we could control. Let's focus on being efficient, executing our offense, get the running game going, spread the ball around. I think Ben's been doing an awesome job this year, getting the ball out of his hands quick and fast and decisive. And they just have to keep doing that, you know. And then when your time comes, you take a shot downfield. I mean, I think the weapons they have with Chase Claypool, uh, we talked about Juju, Deontay Johnson. They have every kind of uh, a physical type guy you want uh, as a as a receiver, as a tight end, as a running back. So spread the ball around, but just worry, worry about what you can control. Be up tempo, push 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 the limit. Don't let them dictate the tempo of, of how we call plays or how we move. So. I think if that's the case, the series should be fine. Geno Atkins has not played well. Uh, but Carl Lawson, uh, Carl Lawson's got three and a half sacks. He's leading their sa- leading their team right. in sacks. Uh, but Geno Atkins... Uh, he's not uh, played that much. He's been he, injured. He's been injured. Yeah. yeah. And he's been injured, like, what, the last few years or so. So yeah. it's just tough because I was with Geno Atkins, really tough, dominant tough player. You figure... He was the one we talked about the most inside as an inside guy until right. Aaron Donald came around. Yeah. So it's just unfortunate he's faced some injuries and stuff like that. But I you know, I don't know if there's really one guy that Sears have to worry about as much as, you know, you know, don't turn the ball over. Don't make foolish penalties. Don't don't have foolish penalties and just, just execute your offense. Bruce, we got less than a minute. The Steelers have totaled rushing uh, what hundred and eighty eight over the last three games. Does that concern you at all as you go into uh, taking on the Bengals? No, not really. I actually think this is the game that could kind of push the limit and get and establish the run and get that rhythm and feel tight back. It would be a good game for them to be physical and establish the run, get that confidence back, get that offense line happy and energized again that you're able to run the football. So I think that would be a good plan this week. All right, uh, uh, Brucey, we're we love you, buddy. Appreciate Take care. you, bro. God bless you, and uh, we we uh, we always appreciate you going Coming in the locker, locker room. room. No doubt about it, brother. Man, love you guys. Have a good weekend. All love right. you, bro. Take All care. Right. Take care. Oh, we're going to take a break. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in a locker room, and we'll be back with more stuff.
Uh, Gino is working in a different capacity now for him, focusing exclusively as a situational rusher. So we expect him to bring energy when he comes in and into that area of play. Just been really impressed, man, with the development of Carl Lawson, uh, their edge rusher out of Auburn, who just continues to evolve. Um, he is a catalyst for their rush. He's the type of guy that can that, that can break a pocket down. He's a guy that you need to be cognizant of where he is. Um, it is unique and interesting to, to look at a Cincinnati front and not have to deal with Carlos Dunlap. We do not miss Carlos Dunlap. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So Mike Tomlin talked about Geno Atkins. Yep. Uh, and uh, he's a primary pass rusher, but he's not uh, He's not marked. Uh, and uh, Well, he's been injured. Yeah. He's now assumed the the. the uh, role of a designated pass rusher, right, basically. Right. And Carl Lawson, uh, he's an edge rusher. He's got three and a half sacks, and uh, he's uh, he's he's got a quick first step, and uh, he's on the edge. You talk about Lawson? Did you say? Yeah, I'm sorry, Carl just, Lawson. Yeah, um, I, I looked at him. And all I could think about was this guy is explosive. Right, everything he does is like um, with with this violence in him that uh, I. You know, you admire. Now, he's not that big. Right. You know, and this is one of these things where if Al punches, gets his hands out in front of him, and takes the sting out of it, he's, he'll kill Lawson. But if he doesn't and right. lets Lawson get into his body, right. Carl's going to present some real problems for him. Right, right, so right, right, right. It's all about the punch this week. And uh, and uh, uh, But uh, Mike also mentioned Carlos uh, Dunlop. Dunlop and uh, Mr. Taking care of business, uh, taking care of business decisions. Yeah, and he's. <laughs> um, I I think that they let him go because he was not hustling. No, he. You know, I I could not understand when he said it was a year, year and a half ago, um, when he was being interviewed, and he yeah. says, I, "I make business decisions on the field." Yeah. They were asking about how he was able to, you know, last long and this and that. And you just you've just admitted that you withhold from your teammates right. in the field of play. That was last year. Was not, that last not, year? Not, not, okay, not a year I was trying to remember how long ago it was. Yeah. So I look at that and I'm thinking to myself, if I'm lining up with this dude and this dude is telling me that he sandbags twenty percent of the time right. because he's protecting himself or or a quarter of the time because he's protecting himself, that he's more worried about his own health than he is about playing this game. Um, you know what? I I got a problem with that. Yeah, you know, I mean, football is is one of those games. That it has this, the, you know. Coach Noel always used to talk about. It. He says people who try to uh, the best way you can keep from getting hurt is to go hundred percent. Yeah, that's the thing about. It. He says people who um, try to protect themselves generally find themselves getting at the short end of right. The they, collisions. they get it. They get hurt. Yes. Yeah. So, and, uh, and not only that, it was just just the way you say it so arrogantly, like. I'm more important than everybody else. Right. And to me, that 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 just totally wrecks the whole team thing. And uh, you know, he said, "I'm making a business decision." Yeah, and, and it's just it's, it just doesn't sit well with us, does yeah, it, Chalouche? Yeah, it doesn't sit no. well with us. So uh, let's let's go to the phone, Steeler Jimmy in Chicago. Steeler Jimmy, welcome to the locker room, buddy. Welcome back. Well, what's up, boys? It's been a while. I, I just want to let you know I haven't been avoiding you. I, cool. just, I don't want to ruin. I don't. I know you don't believe in it, Touch, but I don't want to ruin the mojo. The Steelers, <laughs> are doing, the Steelers are doing just great without me. 
but 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 seeing that this is Bengals week, it's always going to remind me of the time us three met at Paul Brown Stadium. True. I'll never forget that. that right. Was, that was just that was awesome. Tunja, I'm glad to hear how good you're doing. I know that you know you got a special man sitting right next to you because. Love among brothers is priceless, and, and and that man loves you and protects you. I can hear it in his voice every day I listen to you guys. All right. The, thank, of, thanks, you, thanks all, Jimmy. Jane, thanks, appreciate Jimmy. Appreciate you, bro, very much. Second of all, CR should know damn better than not to know about Lou Melnati's pizza. <laughs> <laughs> what, what the heck is going on with that guy? But anyway, I love CR, too. But, yes. Um, so a lot of people are worried about the defense and they can't stop the run and the third down defense. Now, now I'm used to the third down defense. This is not new. This has been going on for a while. But most importantly to me, when you can't make a yard on third and short mm. over and over again, I mean, that really helps out the defense. We know that. You know what I mean? That is the most concerning thing to me right now about these Steelers when we can't even get six inches to stay on the field, you know, and, and that's the, that's the thing that I'm most concerned about. And I, I don't know how you guys feel. I'm sure, I'm sure we're on the same wavelength there because that would really help out our defense. Well, yeah, you know, no doubt. I, you know, I don't think they're the, the defense of the Cincinnati Bengals is that good. I, I know, Tunch, but it's not that this game coming up. It's been what I've been seeing the last few weeks, man. Like when we were in Dallas, we had a couple chances to stay on the field. You right, know? right. And, and, and that that really would have helped out the defense. I mean, listen, we only gave up 19 freaking points, okay? I mean, we're still a good defense. Right. People are going to... People are going to run. I mean, people ran on the 85 Bears. You know, Dan Marino tore the 85 Bears up. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but they were still a, they were still one of the greatest teams in the history of the NFL. Right. So let's not get let's not get over concerned. Let's get a yard on offense when we have to. That's all I'm saying. Let me say this, okay? And I appreciate your passion. And I appreciate your concern for those third downs because to me, that's real football. And real football yeah. is played with your hand in the dirt. And I think a return to that is going to be one of the things they need to do because they, they've been going yeah. in two-point stance. I don't I don't understand that. The other thing is, well, though, Derek Watt is full go this week. Okay, Derek Watt's going to be back. Let's go with a fullback, baby. Yeah, let's... I understand that. Dang. I understand we haven't had a fullback. But listen, we have to understand, and I'm sure they do, because that's why they're there, and that's why I'm here. The weather is changing, and we need to get six inches when yeah, we have Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I, hey, listen, I love you guys. I listen to you every single day. Just because I didn't check into the locker room yet this year doesn't mean I'm not listening and I'm not paying attention. I love you guys. Punch, Craig, you guys are the best. Appreciate Punch, you, brother. And I, know, I know you know that you have a special man sitting next yeah. to you, man. Yeah. I love you guys, man. Love, I love you. you guys. Love you, Steeler Jimmy. Thanks, Thank brother. Thank And Lou Mal's. Lou Malnati's. Yeah, Lou Malnati's. It's outrageous. Yeah. And Gino's East has the cheeseburger <sighs> pizza. Gino's East, though, when we went there, you took me there one time. And um, they put had a slab of sausage on top yeah. of that pizza, like yeah. it was. It, it was, was like, like a manhole. Cover. Oh, it was awesome! Yeah. It was just awesome. All right, uh, uh, let's go to Denny in Honolulu. Denny, welcome to the locker room. Hello, Denny. You there, brother? Every day. Hello. Got me. Got me. 
I'm here. Okay. How you doing, Denny? Oh, great. How are you guys doing? Good. Fantabulous. Good. But you're doing better <laughs> in Honolulu. <laughs> uh, uh, it's times praying every day. Oh, thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Denny. God bless Thanks, you. Man. Love you, buddy. You know, I love Steelers Nation. I have a small story. We go over to, to Kailua every day uh, to walk the beach with a dog. Ooh. And on the way over, there's a house with a, what you call a carport. But across that, cor- that carport is Steeler Nation. Oh, that's <laughs> beautiful. Yeah. That's so, just so awesome. So tomorrow morning, the wife and I, we have some extra car mats to go on the, you know, the, the floor of the car. And we're going to stop by and give them to them and say, Steeler Nation's everywhere. Beautiful. <laughs> I mean, and tell them, don't you anyway, say hi? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, I definitely will. Tell, tell them CR. I'm going to make sure I bring them up to speed on the apps. Absolutely. And I'll do it for him as he has to. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I hey, love you guys. And well, I agree with, with with what Jimmy just said. Right. The relation of you two oh. and your witness uh, is fantastic. And we all appreciate who you are and what you represent. And that's all. Love you. All right. Well, thank you, thank brother. Thank you. Thank you. Such uh, an appreciation. Thank you, Denny. Hey, by the way, have you ever been to a luau there, Denny? Uh, you know what? Most of them are fake. But there's some interesting things about Hawaii. Like the hula. Right, real hula is never done, never done by a woman. Oh yeah, yeah. It's always done. Yeah, it's always by men. Oh, always man. by men. I mean, the real, the real one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, what about the luau's? Aren't they great, like feasts? Uh, yeah, yeah, but they're kind of all fake when you go. I mean, it's, <laughs> you're tearing up my Im- imagery. My the, the wonderful. <laughs> I want to go live in Hawaii. Go to luau's. Yeah. Now I don't want to see a, a hula. No, no, it's no, forever no, no. wrecked. But but the poi the is poi. Na- nasty. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. But everybody ought to do it once. I, mean, I think it's worth that. <laughs> Brother, thank you for checking in, man. We love you. Appreciate you. Love you, buddy. Yeah, Thanks love so you much. You, you take care and God bless. God, God bless, bless, man. Oh, that's awesome. Ah, uh, that's so cool. You know, it, it just totally blows up my whole imagination of what goes on in Hawaii. I'm sitting there going, ah, yeah. oh, pig roast. You got the, and I, I forgot, but Kimo told us the poi used to drive him crazy. He didn't like poi. Remember Kimo Von Olhoffen? Yeah. And Kimo lived out in Hawaii and he said the poi was just no good. Yeah. You know, he said that stuff you, although he did say spam. Remember, he was a big fan of spam. Yeah. Cause that was a big, like a, a deli, what do you call it? A, a delicate, Delicacy. Delicacy. That's it. I was, thank you for saving me from myself. Yeah. So the fact is, spam. I just, I, I can't eat spam. Yeah. Well, if, if I'm hungry enough, I can eat anything, even anchovies. But, yeah. Um, hopefully, I don't get that hungry. All right. So we're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to have the great, legendary John Kolb. John Kolb, who is the Steelers Salute to Service nominee for this year. And we're going to talk to him about all things adventures in training with a purpose and what it was like to climb Mount Kilimanjaro right here in the locker room. Coming back, Dungeon Wolf. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles If you've been hearing the same old voice of the same old lies If you're trying to feel the same old holes inside There's a better life There's a better life 
truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now here's Tunch and Wolf. We've all searched for the Alright, here we go. And we are just waiting and I don't we believe John Kolb is gonna call. We're just waiting on him to come along and call. He's and, traveling. Um, he's been traveling. That's yeah. the thing about it. So if it doesn't happen, we will move on ahead. But right now we're gonna give him a couple minutes and yeah. hang in there and see if we get him. But uh, right now you know, there's the Steelers are preparing to for the Cincinnati Bengals coming in. One of the things, the first things that stands out to me is number one. I hope that we can run the ball with the Derek Watt coming back, and the fact that we have not rushed the ball real well as a point of emphasis against a team that has also given up about a buck forty-four or so yards per game. I'd like to see us. Run you know, the ball. you know the um, their top tacklers are uh, uh, safety and a corner. Von Bell, right. 58 tackles, and uh, uh, Jesse Bates, 40, uh, 57 tackles. What usually finds out, what do you find out when you got safeties that are making tackles? Right. They, they, they don't <laughs> stop the run well. <laughs> exactly so. So and, Josh Bynes has uh, got 50 tackles. Yes. Yeah. And Jermaine Pratt has got, what, 43. Yeah. So the two of them in the inside – they're all right. They're serviceable. I didn't yeah. think, you know, I didn't see I didn't anything th- great. I, I didn't see There's anything. not a Vince Williams among them, I'll tell you that much, you know. There's, um, no, there's no pounder. Yeah, there's no, there's no real pounder no there. Exactly so. Mike Daniels, their nose tackle. What'd you think of him? 76. Uh, yeah, he's, he's pretty good. But you know what? what they, he's not that big. Yeah, they, they run uh the double eagle and they run the bear defense right every and once the in difference a while. between the double eagle and the bear yeah and uh, there there's not a uh, a guy on the tight end exactly yeah all right so the fact of the matter is what you got is you end up with a lot of people in a small space right so that then becomes you want to get outside a little bit and by getting outside i mean the counter trap right or the draw or throwing um the ball on some quick slants and and some of those go routes because you're going to have man coverage man press coverage so um, the possibilities are there for, for big plays, but at the same time, they've just not shown an ability to stop the run very well. Right, right, right. Uh, and then and they didn't uh, – so they struggling offensively, uh, but uh, uh, Joe Burrow's throwing uh, quick and setting up quick. And uh, uh, he laces it too, yeah, man. That's right. I mean, he can gun it in there. Yeah, and, and he's uh, got big targets. Yeah, and the defense, uh, but uh, the defense is not uh, stopping the run. No. Yeah. And I really think I hope that we can run the ball. Yeah. I really I would like to see a return to it because, as Bruce pointed out in the last uh, segment when we had him, uh, two segments ago, I should say, is the fact that uh, you know you got northeastern football coming December. Right. Northeastern November yeah. football, as Mike Tomlin calls it, and it's a time. It's a time to make sure you can run the ball. December football. Yeah, well, that's coming up, you yeah. know, because we're in November, and then followed by that is December. December. Yes, just to show you that I know my months. Yeah, 
no doubt about it. Yeah. So the point is, defensively speaking, these guys give up uh, what almost 260 yards through the air, right? But a buck 44. But they are also, as I as as Bruce had talked about, they're in every game, right? And they were they had the lead in each of the last three games in the fourth quarter, and so. Defensively speaking or offensively, they, they, they've not done what they need to do to close it out. But I think it's a process of a young team with a young quarterback trying to figure out how do we win games. Did they bleed? Did they beat Tennessee? Yeah, they beat Tennessee. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's significant. Right. That was really – and they did it uh, with all backup offensive linemen. Right. And I don't think they gave up any sacks. Well, I might yeah, be overstating they, 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 it. They did, did they? give up sacks. Okay. Yeah. All right, I was trying to remember. I was, there, there was something significant about the fact that five backups essentially, and they went out there and they did a job. Um, but then I remember that I, yeah, now they got some people free running. But uh, yeah, yeah. all right, so anyhow, we were efforting John Cole, but he has also been traveling, and so if uh, we don't get him here, I, I, we'll, we'll catch him next week. Hopefully, we'll, we'll go, Big John in Texas. Big John, welcome to the locker room. Nation, thank you guys this morning for answering my call. Uh, my family's still not over the loss on Sunday, but I'm fine about it. What loss was that? The Steelers beating the Cowboys. My family's oh. still giving me a hard time. <laughs> oh, that's but a beautiful I, I, moment, though, isn't it? Oh, yes. I know. And the way they came back, that was even better. It was like a slow, we're coming, we're coming. Oh, we got you. <laughs> So, so yeah, everybody was texting me during the game. Oh, see, we're going to beat y'all. Y'all going to have that one loss. And I'm like, oh, man, just wait, just wait. And then sure enough, boom, there we go, victory. So, no, guys, just like I said, it just, uh, yeah, everybody's talking about, you know, the upcoming game versus the Bengals and, you know, the hit, you know, Juju put on perfect, you know, still. Right. Still resonates and still great part of you know this rivalry, but I was just you know concerned, like you said, the third and one and the you know the short game and you know the last few games we haven't really had the others. I think Tennessee games when we had a good strong last time we ran the ball pretty decent, but I'm just uh, happy that we're you know we're doing as good as we are. You know, just need people to stay healthy and like everybody says, the only way. A, a perfect season is is if you got a healthy roster at the end of the year, and True. I know those bumps and bruises add up. Like you know, y'all y'all definitely know how that feels. Oh yeah. At the end of the day, that's part of the great success is how healthy you are at the end of the year. So, and with that being said, do y'all feel like the uh, you know us losing that bye week? Uh, you know, you know, well, we don't have any time. Here's here's my feeling on that. You're talking to two guys that used to go through the season up until the end, towards the end of our career. We went straight twenty weeks. You know, to yeah. actually the training camp. My heavens, that would that would be uh, like twenty two or twenty three weeks. We went straight. Yeah. So. It, it, it can be done. It's uh, takes a little intestinal fortitude. Yeah, but these are the guys that can do it. You know. Yeah, and and just hearing the the coach Coach Tomlin and you know y'all playing for Coach Noel and Coward, I mean, isn't it uh, an awesome feeling when you can hear those guys talk? They all talk to Steeler, like they all have like Steeler DNA, but it's like three different generations. But they all talk the same. Like you, like you want to suit, like I wanted to suit up and play for these guys. It's that awesome. And <laughs> you know, Big John, happy, you what know, you're talking about is, is the Steeler way. Yeah, that's Big what it is. John, yeah. It's you, the Steeler way. The Steeler way. 
That's awesome. Well, like I said, guys, y'all take care. God bless you. Uh, we'll catch up, and let's hopefully we'll talk next week, 9-0, and oh, and uh, we're still praying for for healings for you, Tunch. And, oh, and thanks. Wolf, like I said, you God bless you. you too Thank you, brother. You know, y'all are a good team, and uh, when one one's uh, feeling good, the other one's right behind. Amen yeah. to that. Bless, all yeah. right, brother. Thank so, you. Beat the Bengals. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks, John. Yes. Uh, you know, I, I want to thank all the uh, our guys that are praying for yeah. me and all the girls. That's that just pray. awesome. Yeah, God, that, uh, uh, and all the guys that sent uh, well cards wishes. and letters yeah. and well-wishers. You know, I love you guys. Appreciate all right. it. Uh, appreciate it. Let's go to Mike in New Jersey. Mike, welcome to the locker room. What's up, guys? How are you? We're doing fabulous, Michael. We're, we're doing great, uh, Michael. It was nice to meet both of you guys on the Legends Cruise the last couple of years. So oh, yeah. Tunch, I'm thinking about you all the time, and Wolf, you too. Uh, I didn't really have any real questions for the for the actual game itself. I just wanted to reach out to you guys, and uh, thanks, PR, for putting the number up, because I had no real way to get through to you guys, so... Thanks See, in Chicago. there you go, CR. That, that's that. confirmation. And thank you, brother. Mike, I appreciate you, Mike. Uh, we 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 love you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you big time. Take care. Prayers are out for you guys. Love you, man. Love right. you, man. Bye -bye. Take care. Bye bye. That's so cool. Right. Uh, yeah. Of course, me being on a legend uh, cruise is like um, it's like an elevator in an outhouse. It just doesn't fit. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know what uh, uh, the 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 Legends Cruise is not this year. Yeah, it's not this year, unfortunately. Because but you of know, the COVID thing. Yeah, that's it's unfortunate, and I'm sorry to hear that because Ed is really one of the greatest times because everybody, um, you know, everybody has an opportunity uh, to get up close and personal with the players, right. and the players are all great guys, you know. And uh, we got a we just got a notification. I think um, the fact is that uh, I think John's flight was delayed possibly or something right, happened right. so we'll try to effort him for next week yeah and we certainly appreciate uh you know the fact that uh john was willing to to jump in and and uh john uh was on the top of mount kilimanjaro Think about that and uh with a terrible Did you see towel caleb and yeah and four uh, uh four, four super bowl four rings, rings. And Caleb proposed Pup. to Sarah. Yes, I thought that was so cool because you think about it when they when you you know you proposed to your wife. Whoever thinks on top of Kilimanjaro is the place to do it, right? But a rugged dude like Caleb, you know, I mean, that's just a, only a Kolb. Yeah. A Kolb would appreciate that so very much. I thought that was just great. Well, Chalucha, as we uh, get ready to close it up here, the uh, thought process going into the Bengals game, right? Final. What's your final thoughts? Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm expecting a kill. You think so? Yeah. You're not going out a little. You're not. Don't mess with the motivation. You make me scared when you say I expect a kill. Yeah. You're ready to go, aren't you? <laughs> I'm ready to go. Uh, Joe Burrow. Uh, I, I, I'm thinking Joe Burrow uh, is going to play well, but he's going to get sacked. And he's going to throw picks. And he's may, maybe fumble, too. They've had 12 fumbles. Yeah. Um, that's a lot of fumbles on that side of the ball. Yeah. You know, and so I look at this, I think there's a great opportunity for T.J. Watt and the rest of the crew to do their destructive stuff, you know, when they start stripping the ball, intercepting the ball, sacking the quarterback. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, our running game shows up. Yeah. I really think we need to uh, get a running game going. 
Yeah. And I think for the health of our offensive line, because mentally, when you're a strong offensive line is generally when you're running the ball well. Right. Because you feel physically like you're coming off and you're manhandling, getting the job done. Right, 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 right. And, and you know what? Uh, I Play physical. Yes. Get your hand in the dirt. Come <laughs> off the ball. Where do you stick that forehead? Yeah. The, right in the chin, a, baby. Chin. <laughs> You know they they don't do that anymore. I know, but that's maybe they will. Maybe yeah. they will. Yeah. That these guys are all hey, Marquise Pouncey, Hall of Famer, and Dave DeCastro. They're two of the very best. That's an offensive line I think can really do some great stuff. And right. it's all about how have you played lately? And I hope after this Bengals game you say lately we've been playing real well. Right. And so this is the scouting report. He's Wolf I'm Tunch. You've been in the locker room. Jacob, great job. Uh our our uh and uh, God bless you guys and uh, love you. Uh, and and thank you for, for everybody that participates in the locker room yeah, because they, that's what it's all about. Steelers they, Nation coming together as one and uh, rooting for our favorite team. And by the way, our favorite team is going to whoop them bungles because yeah. I think this is going to be all about just putting a fist in the face. Yeah, Boom. I mean, We're out of here.